Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Billboard Charpy Podcast. Gary Trust here at the Ridgefield Playhouse up in Ridgefield, Connecticut, with one of my favorite new acts in the last couple of years, uh, Jason and Nelly from High Dive Heart. Welcome, guys. Hi. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gary, for having us. Thanks for coming out. And Jason, you, you're a little busy at the moment, but I will forgive <laughs> you. T- tell, tell everyone what you're doing. Um, I'm, I'm painting a hat at the moment um, because we are selling them at the merch table as well as wearing them, I try to kind of paint a different hat for myself every few shows, and uh, keep the variety spicy out in the uh, out in the merch booth as well. So, and, and nobody sued you yet for getting a, a wet uh, paint hasn't dried hat. <laughs> no, oh no, <laughs> they've all been that would dry. Be so bad. <laughs> Actually, our our guitar tech yesterday he thought the paint was dry and it was sitting on the bus Whoops. and I wasn't there so he went to touch it to be like oh that's that looks cool and then he got a finger full of gold paint so <laughs> I just love each hat because they're all different and one of a kind and I think the fans really appreciate that Jason is a visual artist as well as you know a musician and so like a lot of our album art and our logos and stuff our t-shirts Jason Designs, and also our we have another visual artist named Patrick Tracy who does all of our music videos. And so we feel like the visual art is just as important these days as you know the actual music. So, and from a business <clears throat> standpoint, merchandise is so important for a rising act. Yeah. And can't think of a better idea than making your own merchandise. Of course. Well, first off, it's way cheaper <laughs> when you're not paying someone to print it. Now, it does take Jason a lot longer, and I feel bad because I tried to help him paint a hat yesterday. We actually put it on Snapchat. It was a complete disaster. It looked like a four-year-old had done it, and so he he tried to, I think he ended up fixing it, making it look better. It wasn't so. fit for the uh, general public, but I fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a, it's a collector's item. There's totally, one that yeah. you worked on. Exactly. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for, for coming on. Uh, I've been a big fan since I first heard uh, the, the first song you put out, Vintage. Thank you. Uh, about a year ago. But you're not uh, completely brand new. You, you both have really good Billboard chart histories. Oh, thanks. Uh, Nellie, you were in uh, the Jane Deere Girls. They yes. had a top ten country album a few years yeah. ago. And Jason, for people who don't know, you've been all over our charts as a co-writer with uh, the act that's playing tonight here in Richfield, Colby Calais. Well, I'm honored to have even been on there once. It's it's pretty surreal. I re- actually remember the very first time I was on it, 
I was living in New York, and I was up at 96 and West End, and I walked into, I don't know, I think Broadway or something, and bought Billboard magazine for the first time because I knew I was going to be in it, and it was pretty <laughs> surreal. Um, That's a crazy moment. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's just an honor to be a part of that history. So yeah, thank thank you. It's the artists who who keep us in business. So <laughs> so we're thankful. We're thankful for you guys. We One of the things about your sound that sort of surprises me is uh, Colby's music is fairly acoustic. Mm-hmm. Um, Nelly, your music was more straight up country. Totally. And then you guys come together <laughs> and, and you guys come out with, with some of the most uh, up-tempo power pop. Oh. Where, where does that sound? It still has acoustic roots. But where, where does your sound come from? I, do, do you even know? Well, I think that when we get together, it's just this unique sound and inspiration that happens and um nathan chapman is our first producer on vintage and um you know he's produced taylor swift on on down and he can do anything so when you go into the studio with someone like nathan the sky's the limit and um with vintage in particular it all started off with these crazy cool sounds like camera sounds and a dog bowl and a spray bottle for the snare drum (laughs) and I think that that song really became like the cornerstone of our band. And at the time, we were on a label, I'm not going to say which one, but we, we just <laughs> we didn't really see eye to eye on what we were trying to accomplish musically. And so we ended up having to, we got off the label, got our music back, launched it on our own. And um, at the time when we were at the label, I don't know that Vintage would have even ever come out. And I'm so glad that it was the first song to come out because I feel like it just set the tone for everything we did year on after because it's like you can vintage is uh it's it's pop but it's acoustic and i feel like that's at the heart of who we are right and um the production is like whoever we're in the room with whether it's nathan or morgan taylor reed who's on this new album um we just try to push ourselves to do things that we haven't done before so the new album's a little more pop a little bit more um sonically in your face but uh, you know, who knows what the next one's going to be? It could it could go backwards. We could go completely acoustic. You my know, my goal is that's my. I think honestly, my goal is to make a an acoustic record next, just to you know broaden the spectrum. I don't want there to be any rules with our no band. Rules. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's kind of the reason that I wanted to do it in the first place, and just the possibilities that exist within the word infinity. I love that, and. Um, you know, I'm personally into rap, too. I like hip-hop. I love classical. I just think that there's a lot of places you can go in the world of music, and to yeah. say that right. you think you are you know what your sound is or that you're going to stay there is a strange yeah. idea. What's cool about all these songs, any song we've ever done, is that we write them on acoustic guitars or piano. So at the root of it, we can play every single song. We can go into a radio station or go to any venue and play literally 100% acoustic, and it totally works because at the end of the day, they're just their songs, right. you know? And so the production is just a fun exploration for us to kind of figure out how yeah. we want the icing on the cake, and I look forward to just seeing as our musical um, 
songwriting continues to flourish, I think that we'll just continue to try and do things that we haven't done before. You guys seem like old souls from from the song Vintage, uh, uh, Flower Child. Is there some yeah. some some uh, well, spirit you're tapping into? I've always been set, told I was an old soul yeah. from the time I was really young. And um, I don't know, I, I think we may have definitely lived a few lives before this. Uh, you know, maybe we were married in the last life too. Who knows? But um, we're grateful we found each other in this one. And I think that we just appreciate the things in life that that are irreplaceable. So, like with vintage, it talks about records. It talks about you know you hearing your song on the radio. Yeah, you mentioned radio. Yeah, That's which is that. important. And thank you. And we're just hope, holding on to those things in our a book. A book, holding a book in your hand. Right. And I know that sounds so simple and silly, but to us, that's like a really big deal, being able to hold a book physically. And um, so, yeah, we're just trying to, as we move forward, we're not against technology or evolving, but we also want to hold on to things like vinyl that got us to where we are. Yeah. Uh, little little tubes of paint that you buy at hobby okay. stores like you're still working on here, Chase. Um, painting. I've got the iridescent bronze going here. I mean, <laughs> come on. The, the choices you have with paint, it's amazing. It, it, it's blindingly bright gold. Well, yeah. I think the same goes for, like, with Billboard. Like, it's cool. You can, you can, you can find it online, and that's awesome. Right. But also, like he said, like, going and buying it and, like, having that magazine. We have several billboard magazines that he's been in at our house that we collect and like there's just something great about that tangible physical thing like going to a show right and i think that um as our industry continues to go faster and faster and our world goes faster people are going to continue to grab on to those things that are real and so that's what we're trying to do is make music that's real let me uh, see if you can multitask, uh, Jason, as you're as you're painting. Um, and I know you've, you're speaking of Billboard. You, you've worked with Cara Diaguardi, who oh, people yeah. might remember from American Idol. She worked at Billboard before Absolutely. that. She yeah. did. Yeah. No crazy. Before I was there, but yeah, she That's worked there. Awesome. There's a couple of people that I've become friends with, and honestly, I can't even remember all their names. But there's like three or four people, including Cara, that I met through something completely different that used to work at Billboard. So it's kind of this web that you know extends further than you'd imagine jimmy buffett worked at billboard oh really yeah that is so cool yeah. maybe i need to come work there that's incredible <laughs> maybe it'll give me some good mojo <laughs> <laughs> no kara's um jimmy did it right a great friend of both of ours and i wrote with her for my old country band and i looked up to her so much so i was kind of like starstruck in the room with such an incredible singer and songwriter and then um you know obviously her and jason have a great past together writing songs and her singing on songs of his and so yeah she's kind of like a mentor even though we don't get to see her as much as hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Like, and it starts in my toes, makes me crinkle my nose. Wherever it goes, I always know that you make me smile. Please stay for a while now. Just take your time. Let me ask you, Jason, uh, about uh, Colby's biggest hit uh, so far among the many uh, she's had that you guys have co-written. Uh, just uh, what do you remember about writing Bubbly? Where did it come from? Well, that song, it's funny because the way we wrote her first record was so unbelievably random and atypical. And honestly, it was the first time either of us had ever co-written and... We didn't know we were making an album. We were just having fun. And like a lot of the songs, one of us would start it. We wouldn't even ha- necessarily have to be together. We would send voice memos through email, call call each other with a melody or, or a line and try to finish it if we didn't happen to be together. But that one, for Bubbly, she had started it I think she was just hanging out in her bedroom one day in if I believe I'm right we were living in Oxnard California at the time we lived in Thousand Oaks and Oxnard around the time of making that record um and she had the like the start of that song and she came to me and wanted to finish it and I was like well oh my god of course this is going to be easy to finish because once a song starts out great it's not hard to take it home and it was really easy. I mean, the only thing that I can remember about writing with her, even up till like last year when we wrote this album or a few years ago, is the ease of making songs with her. There's no roadblocks. There's no, really, there's honestly no time where we're ever stumped or have to stop. And that's pretty strange because it happens a lot with songwriting. You can't just... You know, you can't just smoothly glide through creating music all the time. And for her and I, somehow, mm-hmm. it's been that way. And I, know. to comment on that, um, got to kind of witness it for the first time because we wrote a song on this new album all together called Cruisin'. And we were out on the beach with Colby's sister and Jason and I. Yeah. And so um, it was one of those things where I feel like the song just kind of fell out of the sky. And then watching like Colby and Jason and the chemistry that they have... And what he's talking about, just the, it's like they finish each other's sentences and words and melodies. It's its awesome, and I can relate to that because I feel like Jason and I also have that. Um, but, yeah, so getting to see it and be just a fly on the wall for that song was an honor because it really is like a kinetic energy. It's magnetic, and I don't feel like they're ever trying to write a song. It just happens, right? which is how it should be. So you don't uh, sit down to write songs? No, we were them... at the beach drinking yeah. Tecate. <laughs> Tecate, you're going to hear the song tonight. And all of a sudden, this, this little two-year-old 
kid who's butt naked starts running across the sand and we just were we had a guitar and we were laughing and it was so funny we were like Let's we got to write a song up. about this he's cruising <laughs> and so it just yeah it's it's really weird it just happened and we probably wrote it in like 25 minutes it was fast so, so. you've had uh, you've had two uh, eps yeah. uh, so far uh, the new one you pronounce it for i want to make sure it's it's said correctly yes so the the new high dive heart ep is called hgh first mtr part one and what that stands for is morgan taylor reed uh produced this album and he's a young a young kid out of L.A. that just has great sonic taste. And um, Nathan Chapman's still a part of this. He actually wrote several of the songs with us on this. But we all collectively decided we wanted Morgan to produce it. And that's why I love Nathan, because he has, like, zero ego. He was the one that was like, I really think, Morgan, you guys, we should see what he can do with it, you know. And so um, it was so much fun to make, because he just he sits at the computer and presses a bunch of buttons and <laughs> comes to life. So. He's a wizard. <clears throat> And we feel like since it's a growth sonically for us, a little bit more pop, that's why I made it HGH verse MTR. So it's like High Dive Heart is in this like mini tug of war with... A uh, sonic battle. The son- yeah, it's a sonic <laughs> battle. Right. So. Yeah, there's such a positivity to your music, which is, is so great, along with, with the, the, the melodies, the songwriting. Uh, the, the first single from the Misfit. album. Misfit. <clears throat> one of the most touching videos I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah, I just Thank you. I, tell everyone how it came about. And um, it's, it's with uh, Corey, a, a young yes. uh, transgender teen. Yes, and we just met her the other day. Right, I saw in that. In Kalamazoo. I saw that online. And I like, was almost just in tears because she is even more beautiful in person, just inside and out. And um, her mom is awesome, her whole family's great. And uh, basically, I reached out to her. Well, first off, rewind. I reached out to the Bully Project. Um, I was a huge fan of what they've done, and I knew they were one of the biggest anti-bullying organizations. I didn't think I was going to be able to get them on board, but after a couple months of being very persistent and borderline crazy, I got a hold of them, (laughs) flew out to L.A., met with Sherry and Lee, and they're incredible, and showed them kind of the content and what we were thinking about doing. Got them as a partner, and then from there, I reached out to Corey. Um, and talked to her mom, sent her the song Misfit, and was like, hey, I just want to see if this song even resonates at all with what you guys are going through. So then they call me back, and they're like, this is our story. This is our anthem. And I was like, well, cool. So if you love this song, would you mind telling your story, holding note cards, just because I asked Corey on the phone, have you ever felt like a misfit? She was like, yeah. And I was like, have you ever been bullied? Right. Yes. But she didn't go into detail. And then we were driving down PCH, and this is a very vivid moment. Her mom sent me a rough draft of just handwritten the paper of what Corey was going to say. This was Corey's handwriting and her story. And I read it out loud with Jason driving, and I started bawling. Yeah. I had no clue the extent to which she had been bullied and the things that people said. And um, so I knew it was going to be special, but I didn't know it was going to be you know, able to do what it did, which within two days it got like a million views and then USA Today and then GMA and all these outlets picked it up. Ashton Kutcher put it on his Facebook, which right. is so cool. Yeah. And um, Corey's now inspiring other kids. They've been posting their YouTube videos of how they are a misfit and they're proud of it and how they survive being bullied. And so it's been really, really, I don't know, 
an honor to do something and give back. We raised a bunch of money to give to the Bully Project, which is cool. So, and then we put out the official music video. Right. Yeah, it must be amazing. You write a song and you, you have no idea how it's going to connect with people to see the life that it's taken on on its own. It must yeah. be really something. I mean, that's why we do what we do. We always hope for that. But in this case, it really took root and it's inspired a lot of people. And I don't know. You want to say anything about the official music video we put out? Yeah. Um, so the official video with the superstar, uh, four-year-old superhero Brock, um, honestly... All we wanted to do was have this little kid who had, you know, experienced bullying, bullying himself go save a bunch of other misfits who had been, you know, getting picked on and all that. And we really didn't know how to make that happen when we had the idea initially. And um, so we kind of just started to figure out what our misfits were. And we had our little army of misfits and then how they were going to be being bullied and the craziest part of putting that together for the video was finding those people. It was really, you know, not easy yeah. to yeah. find the, the right characters. Because well, we wanted them to be real. So we went through a casting agency, but then we made the people send in videos explaining, like, how this message actually related to them. Because right. we didn't want it to be like they're acting. Do you know what I mean? So as each story came in, it kind of helped evolve the plot. And so cyberbullying was tackled, race race bullying was tackled, and... So I feel like Corey got the whole thing started and then we just kind of put the icing on the cake with the official video and it's been my favorite song to be a part of just because every night we get to see people happy and it's an up-tempo song with a message which is hard to do, but hopefully we can do more of that. Yeah, it would, it would be a great song on its own. You add that video and then the official video and you, you just wind up with something bigger bigger than <laughs> what it uh, might have been from the beginning. Totally. I think that as long, when, as long as you're doing something from the heart, it's going to probably do well. And in this song in particular, it really resonated with me. And I told Sherry with the Bully Project this, that in high school, my senior year, I went through a really tough time and there was this group of people that spread these rumors about me. And my principal had to sit me down. I actually had to, like, leave the school for a bit because there were kids that were wanting to hurt me because of these rumors. And so I was scared to go to school. And um, I didn't know what to do. It was my senior year, so I kind of ended up disappearing into the basement and uh, just writing songs because that's what I had seen my brother do, and I needed, like, an outlet. And so if it weren't for having been bullied, I don't know that I would have jumped or grabbed hold of music the way I did, and it kind of saved me in a, in a time where I needed it. So I hope that our music can encourage people that are down or that need help or love. That's our only goal, really. So It's working. You're, yeah. making, you're making people's lives better. You can't really ask for more than that. Thank you. I, you're right. There is nothing more than that, really. <clears throat> I mean, there are other things below it, but yeah. if your music helps people in any way, especially, <clears throat> you know, especially people who are suffering from something as hard as bullying, which everybody really is, honestly. People are losing their lives, and that's the tough part for me is to see kids losing their lives. And the craziest full circle moment was when I found out after the video went viral with Corey, her mom called me and she was in tears, and I'm like, are you okay? And she said, I didn't tell you this in the beginning, but I need to tell you now that the Bully Project was launched by a thing called the Bully Movie. And it was an independent film that was really massive in the school. 
school. Okay, right. Yeah, and yeah. so kids and teachers and everything really took hold of it, and it did really well. That turned into the Bully Project. Long story short, Corey's mom said that movie gave her and her husband the courage to pull Corey out of the school that she was in when she was getting bullied, and she was in a really dark place. Her life was in, you know, was being threatened, all kinds of things. And they said to this day, they think that that's, that movie's what probably saved her life. And then however many years later, she gets to work with the Bully Project through us reaching out randomly. Right. And uh, and then the rest is history. Her, her videos just touched so many lives. So that's how the world works. It's, it's kind of serendipitous, I guess. Yeah, and then just it, if, if you're listening to this, you haven't <clears throat> seen the video yet. Watch the video. Yes. It, I don't know how you can't be touched by her story, her expressions. She, at the you. end, she just seems so so hopeful about everything. It's totally. just it just it's just the best little video. Well, thank you, and yeah, go watch the official video too, because Patrick Tracy, who's our visual member of the band, he poured his heart and soul into that. And since we're not on a record label, and we are doing this on our own for the most part, we had a, a, a team of like 20 people helping us shoot the official video and Patrick was at the heart and soul of that just doing everything that he could to make it come to life with what little money we had to do it so we just feel really blessed that he's a member of our band and helps us keep the glue together yeah yeah well you guys are great thank you so much for for taking time I'm such a huge fan so a pleasure to sit here and and chat with you guys, so have fun on stage tonight. Absolutely. Opening for Colby, playing with Colby. Yes. And the, and the hat is done, Jason? <laughs> Almost. I've got a little more work to do. All right. You go, you go finish that. I will. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.